Hello and welcome to Take 411, a podcast powered by Another Chance to Bridge the Gap. This is a place where you can find latest news, information in relation to prison and anything happening in the community. Buckle in. are definitely the world, and it takes all of us to work together. As we are still going through an experience in a worldwide pandemic where there has been over 36,394,000 cases since March of 2020, there has been over 1 million people that have died due to the coronavirus, and there has been over 27,000 people that we are so happy to know that actually has recovered. We're still going through it, and every day is something new. We heard a few days ago that even our president of the United States was tested positive for coronavirus. We are living in a time of uncertainty. There are so many people that are home, that are not coming out, that are practicing social distancing, and that they're able to. Even schools closed down and kids were not able to go to school the last few weeks of the semester. Well, now we're in October, and we're still going through this worldwide pandemic, and we have a lot of precautions and different things that have been put in place. But guess what? There are a group of people that even though life was happening, even though over 36 million people have eventually been exposed to COVID-19, thousands and thousands of people were not able to work. Businesses closed down. However, essential workers have still had to work. Today, our show is talking about essential workers, what that actually is, and how much we truly, truly appreciate each and every person that is an essential worker. And if you don't know what an essential worker is, you have come to the right place. And, again, this is Tawanda with Take 411. Alexis, thank you so much for joining me tonight. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Pretty, pretty incredible. This is a topic that I am very, very passionate about, and you know it's ironic, and I didn't realize it to just now. You and I both have sisters that we adore that are essential workers, and you didn't know that I had a sister that was an essential worker. But um, as we get started, Alexis, in your own words, can you share what is an essential worker to you? Um, An essential worker to me mostly is somebody who has a job that usually requires um, skill and precision and or someone whose job, if it's not at work, it's going to affect a large number of people. A central worker does not necessarily have to work in the medical field. It can be a truck driver because this nation 
needs truck drivers to deliver goods so goods can get sold. So can you imagine what will happen to this nation if all the truck drivers decided not to turn the key? It literally will bring this country to a standstill if truck drivers out there were saying, you know what, this is a pandemic. I'm not going to risk my life to drive to a facility, pick up goods, drive to a different facility, deliver goods and stuff. I'm just going to stay home. So if we did not have truck drivers, we wouldn't be able to get the goods. We would not be able to get food. We would not be able to get a myriad of things. The same thing with healthcare workers. Healthcare workers can't stay home during this pandemic. They don't get to sit or wake up one morning and say, you know what, it's COVID outside my door. I'm not going to risk my life, nor am I going to risk my family's life. I'm just going to stay home. Imagine what would have happened if doctors, surgeons, nurses, aides, anybody who works in healthcare decided not to show up. All right. Well, thank you so much, Alexis, for sharing with us what an essential worker is and those different examples. And one of the things, I'm not really sure about everyone listening, but when it comes to the term essential worker, it's something that I never really even thought about before, especially because everybody has a job or a business and they do what it is that, you know, needs to be done. Essential workers are those who conduct a range of operations and services that are typically essential, meaning needed, to continue critical infrastructure operations. And I'm going to repeat that. Essential workers are those who conduct a range of operations and services that are typically essential, meaning needed, to continue critical infrastructure operations. And, oh, my gosh, it's been so amazing. When I look at the news and listen to the radio and and on my phone, just hearing about the different things going on with the pandemic and also seeing stories of millions of essential workers around the world that tirelessly um, leave their families to go to work, whether it's the medical field or so many others. So there's a couple different things because sometimes a lot of people don't really realize, well, what areas? The first thing when we hear essential worker, we think about, hospitals, doctors, but guess what? Not just doctors. What about nurses? What about nursing assistants? What about pharmacists? What about anyone that's in that whole medical realm? What about housekeeping? Anyone that works at a hospital, a nursing home, or any place that's taking care of people 24-7, those are essential positions. In research, it says, while the coronavirus pandemic has shut down much of the United States economy, with over 33 million workers applying for unemployment insurance since March 15th, millions of workers are still on the job providing essential services. Nearly every, nearly every state governor has issued an executive order that outlined industries deemed essential during the pandemic, which typically included health care, food service, public transportation, amongst others. Despite being categorized as essential, many workers are still in these industries are not receiving 
the most basic health and safety measures to combat the spread of the coronavirus. And unfortunately, we've just really had a hard time. We are going through something that we've never experienced before. And just like when you do something for the first time, you make mistakes. But unfortunately, with something like this, a mistake can actually cost you your life. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want Alexis to share a little bit about how do you feel about living with an essential worker? Tell us a little bit about what your loved one does and how you feel about it, and are you concerned for them as well as yourself? Because one thing about the pen, one thing about the coronavirus is when a person leaves and comes back, they can literally get sick and catch the virus and also affect the one that they're coming home to. So just think about that, Alexis, and we'll be back, and we'll talk a little bit about how you're feeling in reference to that. Hi, this is Alexis with some trending news for Take 411. COVID-19 cases have exploded at the Utah State Prison, which is now reporting 196 active cases, up from just two on September 23rd. All of them are in the Washout A and B blocks at the Draper campus. The Washout facility, which opened in 1952, is the oldest at the prison. Those two A and B blocks holds 327 prisoners, so 60% of them now have tested positive. Nearly all of those who are positive for COVID in those housing units are either asymptomatic or they are experiencing very minor symptoms. Mac Hyden, Executive Director of the Utah Department of Corrections, said in a 16-minute video posted online about the outbreak. Back to the show. All right, all right, all right. And this is Tawanda back with Take 411, and we're talking about essential workers. So, Alexis, tell us a little bit about your loved one. What is it that they actually do and, you know, how they feel about being an essential worker during this time and what your thoughts are as well? Um, My sister is a pharmacist. Uh, she is an essential worker because of what she does is she has a myriad of responsibilities for where she works. She works retail pharmacy. So how I feel about my sister being a essential worker is I'm very proud of her. She works very hard to get where she is. And fortunately for her, she has chosen a career that is always going to be in need. She's never going to be out of a job because like it or not, we all need pharmacists to help us make sure that we have the correct medicine, what dosage to take. And believe it or not, a pharmacist knows more about drugs than an actual doctor. So my sister one of her responsibilities is to make sure the prescription is actually correct because a lot of doctors, when they write prescriptions, sometimes they make a mistake, and it's a pharmacist who catches those mistakes because if you don't have a pharmacist, and let's just say the doctor can fill his own prescriptions and he gives it to a patient, if the mistake is not caught, that could actually do a lot of damage. So how I feel about her working during this pandemic, it's scary. 
because, yes, I understand she's a pharmacist. Yes, I know she's not in direct care. Yes, I understand that precautions have been taken, but she's still out there in an environment where people are coughing and COVID is passed through droplets. Um, Where she works, a lot of people have caught COVID, where my sister actually refuses to go into the break room because she doesn't want to catch COVID and die. It's kind of freaky when it's my sister's day off, we're sitting together on the couch, and then all of a sudden she gets a call, and then she comes back out and says somebody at her store was just diagnosed with COVID. And then, of course, we look at each other. And even my aunt is worried for my sister's health, and my aunt is always is also a word for me. My aunt literally told my sister not to come anywhere near me and to at least keep six feet away from me because my aunt was like, your sister hasn't left the house. So your sister is, is so nothing can happen to your sister. It's you that is going to bring something home that can give it to your sister. So please, at all costs, just stay six feet away from from your own sister so like you know it is a scary time but in all honesty I'm just going to be 100% honest if I could I would put my own sister in a bubble and poke a couple of like very tiny holes allow her to breathe and then just allow her to interact with people at work that way cute thank you so much for that Alexis and that was real um and I know that a lot of people that are listening have loved ones that even if we're not an essential worker, we have someone that we love that is. And I definitely want to share a little about my sister, how much I love her and respect her and what she's doing after we get back from break. Take 411 is powered by Another Chance to Bridge the Gap, which is an organization that has been around for almost a decade working to help bridge the gap between people in prison with family, friends, and people in the community. We need your help. There are so many different things going on in the world, and our goal is to continue to share information on a daily basis to make sure that people are aware and abreast of what's going on in the world so we can continue the mission and goal of bridging the gap between people in prison with family, friends, and people in the community. Please connect with us. Subscribe and make sure you have a membership. Because together we can change lives. We are the world. We are the world. Before I share a little bit about my sister, I just want to name some, a few essential positions. And Alexis, I know you can definitely think of some. All essential workers. Talking about food and agriculture. Emergency services. A nine one one police. These are people that are still having to work every single day. Rain, sleet, hell, snow, coronavirus. Got to go, got to go, got to go. Transportation industry, warehouse, delivery. Just like Alexa said earlier, we still have to get our food. Think about when we were going through, oh, there's no tissue. Oh, there's no hand sanitizer. The stores were out. There's no Lysol anywhere. And then when you did find it in the... In a side store, it's $100. <laughs> I'm joking about the $100, but just meaning the price was probably jacked up 100% because it was in demand. And we get this stuff because of people that's tra- in that transportation industry, healthcare industry, government and community base. 
and there's a lot of people like in some government positions that has been able to work from home. Well, if you are an essential worker, you're not able to work from home. You got to go. You got to go because it's actually needed. Communications and IT. Think about when the kids got out of school. A lot of, you know, just bless all the um the internet companies, a lot of them gave people free services, or they increased their bandwidth, or they made plans better. You know, even with AT&T gave, like, free different services and stuff like that, we've been hear- hearing commercials about we're in this together, and we've been seeing it. We've been seeing it from a lot of companies that's really been helping and doing so many things to make it a little better and a little easier, and I'm proud. I am so proud. People in the financial sectors, energy sectors, waste and water, chemical, and just anyone that has to go out because the world still has to run, even if we're running a little differently. I want to share a little about my sister and what she does, and then we'll close out with Alexis and some final comments. My sister is a nursing assistant, and hopefully one day she'll take the plunge and go on to become an LPN and an RN. She loves, loves, loves helping people, and she's been doing it for over a decade, and she works at a nursing home as well as she does home health care with a private client. And every day she works one job is Monday through Friday during the day, like I think like 8 to 4 or something like or 8 to 2, and then she works second shift at the nursing home, and she goes every day. One job is Monday through Friday. One job is like every other weekend and during the week or something like that. But really the bottom line is she goes. She has not complained ever since. She loves her patients. She practices social distance. She does what she has to do. She's even went in for extra shifts when people have called out. And I was a little concerned about her going. And honestly, when I found out about the coronavirus and I went to go visit my mom and my sister, I asked her, I said, well, can you call in sick? Can you quit? Can you afford to not work for a couple of months? And that was very selfish of me, but I didn't really understand what was going on. All I knew is I didn't want her to catch anything. But one thing about when you are an essential worker, when you are a person who truly loves to help people, this is in your heart. And you sacrifice yourself. You sacrifice your life because anything can happen. And remember, when this thing first came out, it was a lot of uncertainty. We had no idea what was really going on. But guess what? These essential workers... They went out every single day, and they did what they have to do. I remember seeing a a YouTube video of a mom, a nurse, and she had had kids, family, and she had like a baby that was like less than a year old, and she had quit her job because she felt like, hey, I went back to work because I'm an essential worker, but they put me dead in the middle of everything on a floor where everyone has COVID, and she felt like her supervisor should have handled it better simply because, hey, I am working, but I'm susceptible to this stuff because I have a newborn and I have a husband and a family. So let me work, but let me work in better circumstances. And that wasn't able to happen. So she quit. And I felt very, very sad about that. And I don't know the whole situation. That's just something I saw for YouTube. But really the bottom line is we have to find ways to work together. So the last thing I want to say today before I turn it over to Lexus is this. If you are, an essential worker, thank you. Thank you for every day that you get up and you go out and you help us. And I say us because guess what? We're in this together. Even if it's a person in a different city, state, or country, it does not matter. You're still helping me. 
because you're making the world a better place. If you are a person that's living with someone who is an essential worker, tell them thank you because they're doing a great service and a great job to help. If you are a person that knows someone who's an essential worker, tell them thank you. Buy them a cup of coffee. Give them a hug. Well, no, don't give them a hug. Pray to social distancing. Give them a handshake. Um, tell them thank you because it has definitely made a difference. Alexis, I'm going to turn the call over to you for any closing comments. Um, I just want to echo what you said to all our essential workers out there. Thank you so much for risking your lives and the lives of your family and loved ones to do what it is that you do. Um, If I were working, I would also be considered an essential worker. Um, A lot of people take the essential workers for granted because we've never been through a pandemic before. So to everyone out there who is refusing to wear a mask, is not practicing social distancing, I don't really want to say shame on you, but in a way, it is shame on you because sooner or later, you're going to contract this virus. And guess who is going to take care of you when you need it most? The essential workers. And because you chose not to keep yourself safe, you're in turn risking the lives of our essential workers. So like I said at the beginning of the show, the essential workers who are drivers, the essential workers who are running businesses that we need to keep this world running, to keep our daily life running. Imagine what's going to happen if we no longer had essential workers. The country, the world would stand at a still point because without these people, we can't function. Without doctors, without nurses, without pharmacists, without aides going to homes to take care of the patients who need them the most, without all these people, people are going to get sicker, sicker, and people are going to drop like flies and or die and are be putting themselves in more compromising positions because they can't care for themselves. If truck drivers and people weren't working, then how are we going to get our food? Because eventually the food in your house is going to run out. And then everybody's going to make a mad gasp for the supermarket and all the food and everything is going to be brought out. So unless you happen to live on acres and acres and acres of land where you can grow your own food, but even growing your own food takes 30 60, 90 days, and then do you have not, can you starve yourself for 90 days waiting for a bounty? So thank you so much for essential workers. Thank you to everybody who is wearing their mask and practicing social distancing because we are technically in this together, and hopefully we can ride this out and make the world whole again.
thank you for tuning in and listening to Take 411. To stay connected with us, please subscribe in the link below to our website, add your email address, and get all types of updates and information about what happens in the world every single day. Until the next time, remember, together we can.